Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I'm passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we are having a repeat guest on today. I love this. I love it when my guests have so much great information that we need to have them on again. Um, but it's been a long time since we had this guest on. It was actually April of 2016 when we had Gloria on. And so please join me in welcoming back to the program, Gloria Rand. Welcome, Gloria. Hey, thanks, Deb. It is awesome to be back with you again. Great, great. Well, we want to give folks just a little heads up before we start the program. Gloria is in Florida, and I'm obviously in Atlanta, and we might have some post-Irma technology issues. Sometimes the, the sound might fade in and out a little bit, but we're going to just soldier on because this is great information, and I didn't want to postpone it to another time. Um, but yeah, don't think that we are forgetting you out there, listeners, when we kind of might go away. It's just because we're having a little post-Irma trouble. So, you know, now that we've got the housekeeping out of the way, let me yes. tell folks just a little bit about you. Okay. So Gloria Rand is an award-winning SEO blogger, certified high-performance speaker, and the owner of Web to Wealth Marketing. As an internationally known leading expert in internet marketing, Gloria develops innovative programs and masterminds that enable small business owners and entrepreneurs to create an online presence that dramatically improves their leads and sales. She is a contributing author to the number one best-selling book, Connect, 100-plus mind-blowing strategies to use social media and drive business growth. And she also has a successful Facebook group called Ignite, Solo Circle for Solopreneurs. So welcome again, Gloria. How are you? Oh. Thank you. I am well, and we, you know, came through the storm okay. Only had power out for a little bit, so um, I'm very blessed and grateful that we did not have too much damage. And I'm excited to be able to spend a little time with you today. Perfect, perfect. Well, the last time you were on, we talked a lot about SEO, and so we might talk a little mm -hmm. bit about that again. But for folks who really want to listen, just you know, go back through the archives, and you can. What we really want to talk about today are mastermind groups and especially for the solopreneurs the entrepreneurs those of us who are sitting in our guest bedrooms and we only have the cats to talk to um you know and, and, and it's funny because you know there, there goes my cat um first of all tell us what is a mastermind group well, um, a mastermind group, or at least the way that I have understood it to be, is where you bring together um, people um, who are like-minded, maybe they have a particular goal that they share, or they're in the same uh, type of business, or like, like maybe just bringing together a group of solopreneurs together, and what you do is then uh, you have one person who is the facilitator and they help to lead the discussion because what you want to do it, uh, what masterminds are great for is having people come together. Each person has maybe a particular issue or a challenge that they need help with, something that they want to work on or improve in their business or even in their personal life too because their masterminds don't have to even just be for business as well and then the group can then come together and brainstorm solutions for that particular challenge because it's um, it's a concept that was uh, I guess coined by Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich but he really found that when you get like at least you know two different minds together it's like this third awesome mind gets created and and it's just all of a sudden, you know, these ideas spark um, that you wouldn't have come up with on your own. Mm -hmm. It's when you get people together sharing information um, because they can tap into, you know, their resources, their histories, things that they've gone through. And and it, it starts to, like, feed off each other because somebody will say, oh, yeah, that just reminded me of so-and-so. And that, oh, and then somebody else will say, oh, well, what about this? Mm -hmm. And it's just an awesome way to be able to especially to help solopreneurs in particular because we do work in a vacuum and be able to have people to bounce ideas off of it's it's a great uh, a great concept right 
you know, and obviously there needs to be rules to, to a mastermind group. And, and, you know, I'm not saying written in stone rules, but things like, you know, this is not just a bitch session. Um, right. You know, privacy. I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's been one of the things that people have really talked to me about is, well, I don't want to go and be talking about, say, employment or contract issues or, you know, financial issues with a bunch of people that could share it somewhere else. So mm-hmm. how do you, you know, what kind of guidelines, maybe that's the better way as, as opposed mm-hmm. to rules, what guidelines do you have for mastermind groups? Well, I think I think the first thing to do, even, even before you even get to the guidelines, is I think being able to create, um, to kind of curate the right group of people together that are all going to be committed to support one another in something like that and being able to respect each other's uh, concepts and, and uh, um, you know, ideas and, and things like that is so important because when you can get the right get someone who creates and pulls together the right type of people that mm-hmm. are going to support one another. That's the first thing. And then, yeah, you are going to have to set some, set, you know, set some ground rules and say, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, what stays in Vegas, <laughs> you know, happens right. in Vegas stays in Vegas. So same type of thing is that um, this is what people, what we discuss, you know, keep, stays in here mm-hmm. or, you know, you can, um, if you have, you know, a lot of masterminds will also have like a, a Facebook group set up afterwards. So, so that could be where they can continue with discussions. But again, it's private just for this group because you want to be able to feel confident that you you are getting support and somebody's not going to take your information and you know and run with it. But I think that that also comes down to the leader has to set the tone and be able to, you know, say this is how it's gonna be. And then they also have to be willing to enforce it and say if, you know, somebody breaks the rules, you know, maybe give them say one warning or something and again you stipulate this at the beginning but then if they and you know break the rules again then you have to be firm and and kick them out Mm -hmm. and and that will then show the rest of the group that you are serious (laughs) which which will be good and should help to elevate the um you know the conversation and be able to have the people then you know realize that okay this is good this is what happens if people don't respect the um, you know what we've set up here and and it's really good then for the greater good of the group Mm -hmm. well and so obviously it takes a strong good leader because they are having to sometimes herd cats and you know but it's it's you know they're also having to to maybe set an agenda and you know do all those things and and you'll probably as in you know many groups you've got some people who are always going to contribute to the conversation and other people who might not contribute as much. And so it's it's a good leader who gets a good balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's where, um, you know, it comes down to for you try to be able to do as best you can at, at choosing the right people beforehand and really um, vetting them, having a good application process and, and then talking to them and make sure they understand what's to be expected of them. Uh and so that they know, you know, they know what what's to be expected, <laughs> basically. Um, but then, yeah, it 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 you are going to probably still have some people who aren't going to be who may not want to be able to uh, either they don't feel comfortable sharing. But but as long as you can keep encouraging them, and, and again, that is the, the leader's responsibility to mm-hmm. continue to reach out to them and and don't let one person dominate the. Um, you know, the, the conversation. So, so it may be that you need to, again, have like a good set time, you know, say we're going to spend five minutes on this or 10 minutes on this, and then we're going to have to go on to the next person in order to be fair and to give everybody a chance to be able to participate. Right. So that, that, that's a you know good way of being able to encourage people to, to be able to, you know, have their chance at it. Right. Well, and, you know, I realize that every mastermind is group and uh, every mastermind group is different and everybody runs them differently. Um, but, you know, and, and that might be part of the, the, the process is to find one that works best for you. Um, but you run you run several mastermind groups and people can apply at your website, which is GloriaRand.com to be in a mastermind group. Um, do you charge people to be part of the group? I do charge to be part of the group because 
It makes a commitment. It makes a commitment. Yeah, because that's it. I mean, I, I have, um, I invested myself in a mastermind group that I have belonged to um, over the last year, and and it was a lot of money. <laughs> um, frankly, uh, I'm I'm not charging nearly as much for mine, mm-hmm. um, but it was. But it really, because it was such a huge investment that I made sure I was there at every meeting. And and there were times where I was, I mean, especially in the last year, I was going through uh, a lot of personal stuff. My sister was... um, going through cancer treatments. And so um, I was sometimes I was out visiting her in Arizona, but I would still be able to sometimes I was on the phone or sometimes I was able to be on the computer. And I did not want to miss those calls because I had invested so much of my money into it that I wanted to be able to get the benefit of it. And so it's, I think, you know, there certainly are ones where, you know, maybe they're, they're either free or it's a very low cost. But again, um, I, I, it's kind, you know, I kind of hate to say you get what you pay for, but that was, it just that was it, what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, it, it it depends, and again, because there are different kinds. So some some may be more of a support group where it's not necessarily, um, you know, so crucial that it's uh, that it does require a big investment. But the one I was in actually, part of it was. I invested in it because I wanted to really learn how to run masterminds effectively. And that was part of it. So, um, because I don't want to, I'm way I am. I I don't go in and just do it half-assed, pardon the expression, but it's like, I, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a Virgo. So I want to make sure if I'm going to do something, I want to do it really, really well. Um, and so I wanted to do the, I got the training for it and I thought that was important. So oh, they're about um, to come arrest you. Eek. Yeah, no, just <laughs> just a more, fire truck going down stuff, the street. We know, yeah, we know. yeah. Um, you know, and, and also in your groups, you provide additional services um, of coaching and and you know some things like that. So you know that's something that that people can keep in mind is and and again, you need to find a mastermind group that works for you. You know, and and somebody might think, well, I don't want individual coaching, but somebody else is like, oh my gosh, that's that's one of the key things that I would love. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're right because that is what it is. Sometimes people will offer that some there are, there are some masterminds that not only offer um individualized coaching but then they'll also have like retreats and they'll have different uh outside programs uh that you can do workshops and things like that. And so those are, you know, they add value to the mastermind, but again, if someone doesn't need all of that, then that's okay. You can right. look for uh, you know a mastermind that that just has maybe just meets once a month and that's that's all you need well then that's all you need and that's okay because we are all different (laughs) and so we all need different things in our lives well one of the things that i've heard mastermind groups called is kind of like your own board of directors and and i love that concept because in many mastermind groups they try to have people from a variety of industries um you know i i would not want to be in a mastermind group with somebody who was in my same industry Unless they were, you know, it, a pretty big distance away, you know, so that we wouldn't be competing against people. But, you know, right. I, I've seen them where they've got an accountant and a lawyer and a marketing person and, you know, all of those things. So it really is kind of like having your own little board of directors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I do think that's a, a great concept because of the fact that then everybody has a little bit of different expertise and different background and different connections even um, so that they can really tap into um, it, it benefits everybody else in the group when you've got people like that that are uh, coming from different walks of life and and having um different experiences that they can that they can bring to the table so it is great like you said yeah it becomes your own personal board of directors and it's uh it's wonderful and then again that really does benefit the solopreneur in particular because of that because you're um you know when you're first you know eventually you, you probably will start hiring people but you know in those first you know say five years or so of your business when you're really the one wearing all the hats it's good to be able to have other people that you can rely on and say you know i really need help with this you know this accounting question or, or this legal matter and to be able to um be where you can ask someone for help is a, it's a tremendous resource and it's really great right 
Well, and, you know, I love the process that you go through. And, and I want to keep talking about that because even if people don't work with your mastermind group, if they're working with others, I think there's some very important steps that they really need to look at. And some of them might be the exclusivity, you know, and, and we're not talking about a BNI networking thing here. You know, I, I want to be careful about that. But, you know, you, you might be the only marketing person in the group. Um, you know, and again, that's that's because you're sharing things there that, you, you don't want the, you know anybody else to know. So you know if you're looking at a mastermind group, that is something to consider. You really, I love the concept that you vet the participants. So talk to us a little bit more about that because you do have an online application process, um, and so it's got, um, you know, it's it's got quite a bit of information here. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your business. What do you do? Where are you in your business? What changes would you like to make? Financial goals, things like that. And, you know, for one thing, these are questions that business owners really should be thinking about anyway. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Sometimes it makes them focus. But, you know, I I love this vetting process. So, you know, are you looking for people to do? Are you always adding to groups? Are you starting new groups? You know, again, I love this this vetting process. (laughs) Well, yeah. And and and, you know what? One of the one of the key things about the vetting process is really. And it's not even so much the answers. It's it's a lot of it is just the fact that they take the time to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. That they answer the questions in a timely manner. Because this, you know, you know, like they said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Right. So if if they are going to be conscientious about filling out the application and and taking the time to do it, and they submit it at the right time, mm-hmm. then I know that they're serious about this mastermind right. that they're really interested in. So that's that's. That's one of the main parts of, of just having the application at all. <laughs> it's just to be able to. That's like the first level of, of vetting right there. Um, and I just lost my train of thought where I was going um, <laughs> from that. But it's it's. Oh, I know you had asked about. Am I adding people in? Yeah, I mean, essentially, you know, I I like to be able to have anywhere from say six to eight people in a mastermind, and and so. There will come a time sometimes where, you know, something happens and maybe, um, you know, people do have to leave for some reason or, or maybe, you know, and maybe it isn't working out for them. It's not working out for us. And so then, you know, I can bring new people in and it's, um, you know, ideally you want to have the same group of people though that are going to be in it for, for a length of time. And I'm, and I'm definitely, I mean, I'm looking at, my ideal is to have a mastermind group that works together for an entire year because it really, you need the time to be able to get, get momentum. Cause I, I, you know, we set goals at the beginning and, and so you've got something to work towards and, and sometimes, you know, it takes longer and, you know, life gets into the way sometimes, you know, personal life or something happens. And so it's, it's good to be able to keep going and, being able to be with the same people, you know, month after month, you get to know each other's, um, you know, good sides and bad sides, and you get to know where their strengths are and weaknesses are, and it really, um, you can really form some awesome relationships that, right, uh, right. you know, with it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, for some people, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to put myself in this category, trust is something that I kind of have to, to build. You know, I'm not going to go in the first time and say, oh, my gosh, I'm having tax problems <laughs> and, and, or, you know, sharing, you know, I'm having trouble closing business. I mean, you know, just just eat, you know, mm-hmm. some of those because, you know, I want to I want to get the, the feel for the group before I'm I'm going to share, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I might share some some basic things. And obviously it depends on the conversations and, you know, sharing, you know information you know maybe somebody says well you know what what type of programs do you use to post on social media i mean that's a, that's a question that i could answer to anybody right right but um you know so it, it does it is kind of that trust factor because this mastermind group is you know and and, and i want to say this again to make sure that people are understanding this this is not a networking group right and you know and and so you're going to interact with people here very very differently um, you know, and, and so I love, I'm looking at more at your, your application. You've got, what are your top three strengths personally? What makes you happy? What impact do you want to make on the world? 
And then there's logistic questions. What is your preference for meeting monthly, weeknight, weekday, weekend? What's your preference for meeting times, you know, morning, afternoon, evening, you know, all those various things. Um, and then, you know, I, I love this. What would you like to achieve at the end of 12 months in this group? Mm-hmm. So it's not just, oh, I thought it would be a good thing to do. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they might put that, but, you know, hopefully right. not. Right. So, you know, it, it is, it's, it's about building this group of people that really could be together for, you know, hopefully even more than a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there there are masterminds where they, people stay together for two, three, three years, um, you know, because they keep, uh, they've got, they build such a good rapport with one another. And, and like you said, it's like a, a board of directors. And so when you've got that trust that you can come to people with, um, you know, they, they've got your back. Um, it, it really makes a big difference. And, and, and that's why I say it's one of the other things about masterminds that the benefit, unexpected benefit that I found um, and why I really am just, you know, so enjoying being able to give back and host, host a mastermind of my own is the fact that even ostensibly, even having it be set up as a, as a, vehicle for people to improve their business to be able to succeed you get a lot of personal benefit out of it um unexpectedly frankly <laughs> and and that's what's that's what's so awesome because seriously the, the mastermind that i was in personally um like i said i was going through you know this time with my sister and so some sometimes you know i was not really you know focused on my business but they were there supporting me you know, anyway, and they were just, you know, very encouraging. And, mm-hmm. and it was really, you know, I, ha- I had a group of friends. I really, I did not expect that I would have a group of friends at the end of that mastermind. I went into it with, you know, just that one idea that this is going to be good for my business. And then I wound up with, you know, some awesome people in my life. So, mm-hmm. so that, that if you're open to that, and I think that's the key is going into whatever mastermind you choose, if you can go into it with, be open to all possibilities, not only that it's going to help your business, but that it might open you up in ways that you never even expected. And to be able to help other people and have them help you is, um, you know, it's a great thing. It's what we need more of in this world, I think. You know, and, and, and you do, you get so much out of a mastermind group. And, and I'll be honest, I'm not part of a mastermind group, um, but it, it definitely has an appeal because I am sitting here by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and as much as I'd like to think I know everything, <clears throat> no, you, know, you don't. Uh, no, oh, I know. <laughs> Good golly. Um, you know, and and but from my perspective as a potential mastermind D, mastermind door, mm-hmm. whatever I would be. <laughs> you know, we we talked about that that the facilitator vets. It's just as important to vet the facilitator. You know, oh, yeah. and, and to know that that person. They're not just going to let the group go all willy nilly, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and so that's something that people should check out. Are they? Do they have the ability to at least get you know, or should they have the ability to know a bit about some of the, the other members before they decide, hey, this is something I want to do, or um, you know, how does that go about? That's you know that that's a really good question, and it's something that I know even in in the training I was going through that that people talked about, and it's um, I I think, and you know, and I'm 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 not totally sure that I've got a good answer for that right now because I can kind I can see both sides of it. I think it what you can do ostensibly you uh, facilitator could do is to have a sort of a um uh, okay come on brain work i'm like uh, uh, like casual casual that's the word i'm Uh looking for Uh sort of a casual get together um before you actually officially start the mastermind and and have people um come together so that they do get to know one another and and actually one of the ways that i've been using to fill my mastermind is i've been doing sort of informal um, online masterminds where I do bring people together because I want to be able to see how they interact um, and, you know, how they participate, how willing they are to, you know, to be helpful, um, even just in, you know, in in a uh, brief online version. And so, but so it, I think it's not necessary that you have to know everybody 
pretty well, maybe to be a little bit familiar. But again, that could be something you could just have a you know an introductory session where everybody get kind of gets to know each other a little bit, and. Then, you know, over the course of, you know, if everybody seems to be, you know, driving okay, then you can continue on. Um, and if, but if something seems out of whack, you know, then it could be something where maybe then the facilitator might pull this person aside later and say, you know, um, I think you're not, yeah, 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 I've got a different group for you. I, I think maybe you might benefit from this other group um they've got people that that i think you'll really connect with and and you know and see how it goes you know nobody's perfect we're all going to make mistakes and and you know even the facilitator is gonna you know not you know there's gonna be something from time to time that may not jive but you know they do the best can right right you know and and again it's about making that commitment on both sides um you know and, and um, you know, and, and I love the fact that they can be virtual. You know, we all have mm-hmm. the technology. It's, you know, I feel like six million dollar man. We have the technology. I know, um, right. You know, and, 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 you know, to some degree, those could be all video. They could be just audio, you know, whatever works best for the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and right. obviously a big part of that depends on the size of the, the yeah. group. Um, but, you know, it, it does make it nice because then you can get people from different parts of the world even, you know, that mm-hmm. it would be good fits and, and be able to do that. And so, you know, maybe you're somebody who wants to work internationally. So you might want to find a mastermind group that has international members. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and or industry specific things. Um, I, I've interviewed um, several people on the program who uh, sell products through Amazon. Hmm. And and he said, you know, it, a lot of it was trying to figure out how to do all of it. And I was just thinking, wow, what if you had a mastermind group for that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, walk people through because there's inventory, there's customer service, there's, you know, all sorts of intricacies that I never even considered until I talked to this guy. You know, he was talking about the fact that, you know, he gets an email that says, well, hey, the, the uh, facility in Atlanta is running low on your product. You need to have more scent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and um, and he has a virtual assistant that manages a lot of that. But I was thinking, wow, wouldn't that be a cool mastermind group if if that was something you wanted to do? Was you know they could and clearly that would have to be something where they were not competing industries. But right. you know, Amazon sells a gazillion products, so yeah. you know, and, and even if it was similar, like maybe you were all book authors, mm-hmm. there's going to be enough differences that that that's okay. But you know, that, that's the cool thing about these mastermind groups is they really can fit the need for pretty much anything. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and that's so funny that you brought up Amazon. I actually worked with someone who, who specializes in helping people sell with Amazon. And I'm thinking, wow, I should like tell him about this. He should want a mastermind. I know. Because I think that would be perfect for him. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that idea. Well, and, and it's funny because I was actually telling, you know, other people, hey, you know, I, I interviewed this guy and they all said, we'd like to do that, but, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they just felt so overwhelmed. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. you know, that would be, and, and it's, you know, typical with any business enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have newbies along with experienced folks. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and now, you know, it gets difficult sometimes because sometimes the newbies can like suck the energy out of the group. But, you it's it's also good because, you know, sometimes the newbies have suggestions that some of the, the more experienced members never even thought of. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, how many how many people three or, just even three or four years ago were thinking, oh, my gosh, I really could do a, a big portion of my business on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, if you went to, you know, someone who'd been in business maybe 20, 30 years, they're going to look at you like you are an idiot. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and but say you had a mastermind group where you had... I, I, uh, maybe a millennial mm-hmm. was so experienced in how to do all of that. That would be such a great give and take. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's it. Because people, when you have people from different uh, walks of life, people from different age groups, even different experience levels. Yeah. Because they, they are going to uh, be able to tap into things. Cause, cause yeah, when you've been doing something for a long time and, and, and you've been just doing it one way, you think that's, you tend to start, you know, getting blinders <laughs> and, right. you, and you think that is the only way to do it. And, mm-hmm. and to be able to be with a group where somebody might say, Hey, you know, you might want to try this. You'd be like, Oh, hmm, okay. Let me give that a try. So yeah, that's, um, that's a great, 
gives it gives a great opportunity for people to be able to try something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, it is something that isn't right for everybody. But you know, if, if I would think that especially for solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and and even you know small business owners. It's a great resource. Um, and, you know, and, and as we said, you know, there are some that, that there's a fairly hefty fee, some that aren't, um, you know, and, 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 and I am going to go out on the limb and say you do get what you paid for. Um, you know, if, if, if it's a free group, eh, you know, something else comes up on that day, I might or might not do it. Um, and then there is a price point. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's several kind of, they're not mastermind groups that I belong to, but one is a support group. Mm-hmm. And and I, I do pay a monthly fee. I can go back and always listen to the, the recordings that I have missed. But it's not a big enough fee that it gets my attention. Yeah. Is maybe the way to put that. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. More, then, then I would think, oh, my gosh, my world on that Tuesday revolves around that meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's absolutely right. Because I definitely have done the same thing. I've spent, I've been in like, you know, uh, like these membership programs or something. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you know, maybe just spending $37 or maybe you're even spending $100 a month. But, but again, if you've got, because it, you don't have it so crucial, that big investment, sometimes it is a lot easier to just say, yeah, yeah, no, oh gosh, yeah, the recording's there. I mean, I actually belong to because uh, I belong to this really high-end mastermind, but then I do belong to another mastermind group where it is it is low cost. I may have a tons and tons of valuable information that they give out. They do interviews. They have coaching sessions. But because I'm not spending that much to it, I find myself not taking advantage of a lot of it because right. I, I'm busy with my work, you know, because, right. it, because I don't have that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. tug on the wallet. <laughs> That does make a big investment. And, and, and frankly, sometimes I think it really is, I know people get a little scared about making these big investments in themselves, but I have always found that when it has been something where it really like scared me (laughs) a lot, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. And I found that that was when I had my biggest growth. When I did do that and I made that big leap, it was, it was rewarded. So I encourage people to, of course, you've got to, you know, really look at, you know, you don't want to go crazy and go, you know, crazy into debt. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're spending, you know, money on Starbucks every day, maybe you cut back on some of that and you apply it to your business and you invest in yourself Mm -hmm. rather than that. Well, holy cow, we're already at the halfway mark. Um, and oh my this, gosh! This is such a fascinating topic. You know, one of the now let's, let's talk money still about this mm-hmm. because you know I think it could be one. It, I don't think I know that it's one of those things where you know you get out of it what you put into it, but you know it also can be one of those things where you're looking at it and, and you know let, let's go back to say the tax question. Mm-hmm. You know, and and say you're a small business owner, you're you know perplexed about what you know what you can write off. Right. And you know, and you've got a, a tax expert in the group. They could save you far more than your investment in the group by giving you that information or you know legal advice. And you know, there's always disclaimers mm-hmm. with all of that stuff and you know all right. those various things. Right. But um, you know, and 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 you know, it, it is. It's something, you know, I think you should look at the group, you know, is it a month-to-month or do mm-hmm. you have to make an entire year commitment at a time? You know, right. all those various things because things change. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it might be that a month-to-month group works best for you, but, you know, and but maybe that's an auto bill, you know, not right. who I'm going to have to decide if I'm going to keep joining because then you might very easily not do it. Right, but, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it is something that it, you know, it, it is for those for the people who are on our own i mean it's it's very scary and it's very <clears throat> limiting in a, in a lot of ways um you know even just the, the very informal groups that i belong to you know i i treasure those because they do hold me accountable you know they they give me that information and you know to be in an even more structured type of program you know i i can't see that there would be any downsides to it yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you just mentioned something which we haven't even talked about yet, which is accountability. Right. And that is a huge, huge part of it because, yeah, certainly when you, you can definitely, you have the opportunity to recoup your investment depending mm-hmm. on the group you're in. You're right. But being, uh, that's the other great part about a mastermind is having people in there who 
can hold your feet to the fire because right. again, especially what you know, as solopreneurs, sometimes we can well number one, sometimes we get caught up in like shiny objects in your and we think uh-huh. this is the next great thing that's right. going to help us, you know, be in our business. But we don't finish <laughs> the course mm-hmm. that we started, and mm-hmm. we're off on, on to the I second one. I have one of those projects on my desk right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I've, I've definitely been guilty of that in the past. I'm, I'm, I've got one more one more uh, module to finish, and I'll be done with this one course that I've mm-hmm. taken. So I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm, I'm, I think I'll probably finish it today. So, um, so, yeah, having people there who can say, okay, so how are you coming on that goal you set for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, um, is a wonderful thing to be able to have people hold you there. And the other part that I, this is the other um, thing that I don't know that every mastermind does, but it's certainly uh, the part of one that I have been in, and it's what I am having in my masterminds as well, is to is to set up um, like a buddy um, mm-hmm. so that each person in the group has somebody that they can partner with over that month so that they can check in with each other mm-hmm. and, and you know, help them over that hump and, and have right. it if they have any questions or just to talk things out because that really makes a big difference too. In, in between mastermind sessions, if you've got somebody else that you can talk to and, and run things by, it makes a big difference. So, mm-hmm. um, that's that's the other awesome thing about what masterminds can really help people with. Right. You know, and, and so clearly, you know, what we're telling people is if you're wanting to be a part of a mastermind group, you need to research it. You mm-hmm. know, you, you yep. need to find one that fits for you. But, you know, bear in mind that you probably do need to make a financial commitment in order to commit to it. Um, right. You know, and, and, and you know, it, obviously that, that depends because... Um, you know, somebody just starting out might not be able to afford a, a huge thing. But there's mastermind groups that are specifically for people who are just starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the level of support you get is different, you know, all those various things. And the nice thing is, you know, you can Google, you can go to Facebook, you can do all of those things. But it's something that I think people, especially people who are on their own, really should give serious consideration to. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I, I think it's definitely worth, worth your while if, if the idea of this piques your interest at all to start doing some research mm-hmm. about it. And, and in fact, I know, um, gosh, I think one of the first, first books I had even read something about the, oh yeah, it was, um, it was a Jack Canfield book, The Success mm-hmm. Principles. And mm-hmm. in that, that was, were first one of the first places that masterminds caught my eye and I was like oh this sounds really cool so you know do some reading do some research about it and I I will you know it again it doesn't you know it's not going to necessarily work for everybody but it can be a really it can be very helpful and I think it's something that people can certainly want to consider mm-hmm. right well I want to switch topics just a little bit here and before okay. I do I want to remind folks that you and I are, are recording this post Irma. Um, and so we might have a little technology. We might have a little sound blip, some things like that. But um, the nice thing is we all made it through the storm just fine. And, and, you know, I'm in Atlanta. You're in Florida. So, you know, the fact that you made it through and, you know, didn't have anything major is just phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, we, we might have a couple of technology glitches. So, again, folks, just bear with us. So speaking of Facebook. You have a great online Facebook group, and it's called Ignite, Circle for Solopreneurs. So tell us about that and why you decided to do that. Um, that is, I'm having so much fun with it. <laughs> I really am. I'm, I'm just, I've just been tickled um, to have it. I, I, and it was interesting. I, I actually started the group about a year ago, but it had a different name at the time. I don't even remember what it was because someone had said, you know, oh, you should start, you know, going into Facebook groups, especially because, well, one of the reasons, and and this was really when they, they Facebook groups started exploding, is because Facebook pages have gotten such poor engagement now because, you know, hardly anybody sees them in the newsfeed. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, business owners were trying to find another way to be able to connect with um, prospects, to be able to connect with their customers. And so Facebook groups started to be this huge thing. So um, earlier this year, I, I decided, oh, you know, I had to start this group. Let me take a look at it. Let me think about it and actually start being a little bit more um, proactive and, and, and um, you know, 
really figuring out what I wanted to do with it. And so I decided, well, yeah, I wanted to be able to, I'm a solopreneur, so I, and I know some of the struggles that I've gone through over the years mm-hmm. in growing my business, so why not create a place where I can help bring other solopreneurs together where this is, it's, it's sort of like a mastermind. Right. Mine in a, in a sense. And so people can come in and share their wisdom, share their challenges. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been, I've invited people and, and been slowly, slowly growing the group. And every, um, we, this is one of those groups where we have theme days. So every day I, uh, I will post a different topic in there uh, for discussion. So we have things like, you know, Monday is your goal for the week. And we have a, uh, kind of share a tip Tuesday and things like that and and one day of the week where you can actually promote your business as well and you know and celebrate our wins and what we're, we're grateful for and I've been really blessed with the people who are in here because they have been participating because I know you probably belong to Facebook groups where sometimes there's a lot of activity and sometimes it's like crickets <laughs> and then <laughs> and, I forget that the group exists yeah exactly so um one way to to not have your group kind of die out is it really is um, on the group leader. They have to sort of set the standard and to make the time to be in there. So if you do want to start a group, that's what I encourage you to do is realize that you need to be in there every day. In fact, a couple times a day and, and right. posting because then when people see that you're engaged, then they're going to be more right. inclined to participate as well. Mm-hmm. And, right. Well, and I want to talk about the group. I'm a member of the group. Yes. You, of course, knew that. But, yeah. Um, and, and it is a closed group, so you do have to request permission to join. Right. Um, and you and I already knew each other, and so you, you probably didn't vet me. You might have vetted me. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I like it because there is a, a large range of things that, that are being discussed there. So I'm, I'm just going to go through a couple of them and just – you know, kind of go through these, and and normally I'm not on Facebook when I'm doing the radio program because, you know, squirrel. Right. Um, but, so hopefully we don't have anything, or we don't have anybody who decides they want to chat with me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like you have Promotion Friday. This is your day to promote yourself and offer value. Share your products, services, a freebie, or an event. And then you say, note, only share your promotional stuff in this thread and not on the group wall. Those will be deleted. And I wanted to, to specifically say that because at, you you have rules for the group. And mm-hmm. People have to follow those rules. It's kind of like, you know, in the mastermind yep. group. Exactly. You have these rules. Otherwise, people are just going to go willy-nilly, and um, especially when you get a big group. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so that is part of why if you are managing a group like this, you have to be there fairly often, you mm-hmm. know, to make sure that people didn't just post things that they shouldn't have. Um, but I love this because people are posting, um, there's a jewelry maker who is posting mm-hmm. photos of her jewelry. Um, you know, let me look at, at some of the other things. Somebody's giving, um, you know, they're, they, uh, she says, I make the new Facebook business video page covers. Um, this person, uh, it, oh, I, I saw a post earlier and, and it's, you know, particularly important today. Somebody was asking, um, struggling, oh, you, on Wednesdays, you say struggling with a problem in your business, share it below. Someone in the group is sure to have some wisdom to help you out. And this person who clearly was affected by Irma said, how do you do business when you don't have power? <laughs> yep. And I mean, you know, that's that is kind of one of those things that, you know, it's it might seem trivial, but, mm-hmm. you know, for, for some people, sure, they didn't have power for an hour or two. I know people who aren't going to have power for a week. Or, oh, yeah. You know, they might not be in their, you know, their business, their home. For a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how do they continue? And, of course, the goal is that you have other people who have been there mm-hmm. who are able to say, here's some suggestions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that's what we did. And, yeah, and, it, and it's funny. My husband's office still does not have power either. Right. So he's he's been, you know, staying home here this mm-hmm. week. Or he actually went out there today to check on it and see how things are going. But, yeah, there's a lot of people still without power. So it's great that mm-hmm. that's what I love is to be able to have see – you know, other people are, you know, chiming in and offering their advice. And, and that's what's great, because I don't want it to be just me. Um, right. You know, I, I really want to, I'm encouraging other people, I want other t- people to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, share their, their wisdom, because like you, even though I think I know it all, I really don't. So, <laughs> I know. Uh... <laughs> darn it. So it's good to be able to rely on other people to mm-hmm. help them. Right. Yeah. 
Well, and I'm one of those lurkers. You know, I, <laughs> I might read all the posts and everyone's why I might like. And so that is, of course, one of the problems that, that people who have groups have is, you know, you've got a thousand members and there's like 10 who post. Yeah, but, right, right. You know, it, it really is something where you're getting a lot of traction and, and things like that. So it's, it's, it's kind of hard to know, you know, are you the, the tree in the forest, you know, that, that fell? Did, did somebody really hear you or not? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it is something that I think is, is important. Um, you know, and, and you do have other rules in here. No spamming. Um, play nice. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've been in groups where, um, well, it was I was on a, a, a Facebook group mm-hmm. and it was, you know, how to use Facebook more effectively and yada, okay. yada, yada. Right. And I posted something very innocent. Anyhow, I thought it was very innocent. It was yeah. just kind of this, you know, and the next person responded and said, you are a blankety blank idiot. Oh, my gosh. Like, how rude. Whoa. I know. That was my thought. How, speaking of somebody pinging right in the middle of what I'm trying to do this. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and they did. You know, they just, mm. they called me, a, you know, an idiot. The, mm-hmm. and the bad part was the moderator of the group never said a word. Oh, that's and too bad. I was gone. I yeah. Was like, nope, yep. I'm, I'm not going to be part of this group. I mean, I you know, you're you. not going to go to a networking event and have somebody call your name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, that's and right. so, you know, that's where it's important. And it's important for the members to have read through these rules mm-hmm. because, you know, I might think, oh, hey, you know, I'm going to post about this new product I've got and I don't realize there's a, a time and a place to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that's, yeah. that's where it's very important. Yeah, absolutely. And I have had to, you know, I, what I do is I, I will send a little message to someone and say, I don't think you realize, but um, today's not the day for that. Tomorrow is. So can you post right. in there? And, and, and so far, everybody was been, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. And they're, you know, and they change it right away. And right. so, so I think that's, you know, because you don't want to come down as like, the, you know, really, you know, throwing a hammer down mm-hmm. on somebody either because right. you, so if you can just kind of say, you know, gently, at least give them, give them fair warning first. But then if somebody, you know, because, yeah, uh, like you say, when you do get some of these groups where they get to be really big, some people just come in and they don't care. And so then you sometimes have to actually kick those people out. You, you just ban them from the group um, because they're, they're not behaving. And it's ruining the experience for the rest of the people. Right. right. You know, and that's where it's very important to have, to have those rules, those guidelines, whatever it is already there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I manage a couple of groups for business associations. And one of the things that we have for the rules in all of them is no political posts. Mm, yeah. And, you know, and, and whether it's local or, you know, national, right, right. like no political posts. Yeah. And we have members who are, you know, with a senator's office or, you know, a city council uh-huh. person, things like that. And, and right. we made it clear to them. Now, this is this is not you know this is not that purpose either. Now, you know sometimes they do offer assistance, but it's right. just when it's appropriate. Yeah. So you know somebody might say something, and then you know say the city council person would say, "Oh my gosh, this really is something we'd like you to bring before the city council." That's mm-hmm. very different than saying, "Vote for me, vote for me, or vote for my friends." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. It's. You know, and, and the other, oh, yeah, I was just going to say the other. The other cool thing about Facebook groups is there are so many for just about every possible topic that you could right. want, which is mm-hmm. nice too. Well, and and it's funny because as we were you know going through this, and I was thinking back about masterminds and you know where you'd find a good mastermind group and things. I was thinking, well, you know, you could post a a, a, a post on LinkedIn and say, you know, which mastermind groups do you belong to and things like that. Oh, or, or post that same thing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. The LinkedIn groups have not taken off. Anyhow, my experience have definitely not taken off like Facebook groups. Yeah, they. Well, I think they were they were more popular before, but they have over the last couple of years they changed a lot of the rules in there, and so they're not um, not as active. That being said, I know. I keep running into a lot of people who are actually now starting to go back to LinkedIn mm-hmm. though and spending more time in there. So I've actually been toying with the idea of, cause I had, I had created a LinkedIn group years ago too and, and start to spend a little bit more time in there and just kind of test it out and see if I can create, um, you know, get that uh, momentum that mm-hmm. I have in Facebook. I think it's going to be slower process, but, uh, mm-hmm. But I'm curious. I want to. I want to at least test it out and see before I totally wipe them off. <laughs> right. At least. Well, and you know, we do see a different 
level of professionalism, maybe that the easier way mm -hmm. to put it, uh, on LinkedIn right. and on Facebook. You yeah. know, I don't think anybody on LinkedIn would have ever called me a blankety blank idiot. Right. I'd hope not. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully you not. know, and, and <laughs> but you know, it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, I, I, and maybe it's you know, I spend more time on Facebook than I do on LinkedIn. All of those various things. But, you know, it, it is something that I think people need to keep in mind when you're looking for these groups. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, are you needing to, to go to, to LinkedIn? And, and part of that depends on your industry. I mean, oh, yeah. Clearly, there are industries that are extremely busy and popular on LinkedIn, and that's where you need to be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah, it just it depends on, well, it's like, you know, probably you and I both know about this is when you're dealing with social media, you if you're using it for business, you want to be where your audience is. Right. If your audience is on LinkedIn, then that's the sandbox you want to play in. But if your audience is in Facebook, then that's where you want to spend a lot of your time. And right. it just comes down to yeah, where where you're going to get the best return from your time and who you're who you want to reach. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, speaking of that, we've got about eight minutes left. Holy schmoly. Um, so I know, you know, time just flies when I'm talking with you because it's such cool information. But let's talk about social media because you do social media marketing. Um, and mm -hmm. it's one of those, I mean, you talk about moving target type of things. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm consistently and continually getting people saying, oh, my gosh, you need to be on this platform. You need to be on that platform. And I focus, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm just going to be on Facebook. Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, I don't even have an Instagram account. I probably need to do that. But, you know, what, do, where should, and we you mentioned that, you know, just a second ago, you need to be where your customers are. How do you even figure that out? Well, um, some of it is to, well, there's a couple ways, really. Um, number one, you could always ask your customers. <laughs> what, what a concept, right? To be able to talk uh, to them. Oh, my but, gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A focus group type of thing. I know. I mean, imagine that. But that's one thing you could do. You can certainly uh, Google because if you Google, they will, there's always people who are doing studies about mm -hmm. what type, what demographics are on which particular social network. Like, for instance, I know, um, you know, Instagram is is still, um, I, I think, majority women and still um, skews younger. I think it's the millennials um, mm -hmm. probably are. So if that's your your people that you want to hang out with, then, then you should probably make more of an effort to be on Instagram than uh, you know, other places, but yeah, it's, it really is a matter of doing, doing some research and trying to figure out. And some of it is, is also testing it out and seeing what you like to do too, because, mm -hmm. you know, for one thing, um, if, if you, if you are a product or service, maybe ranges of, you know, can be used by a lot of people you know so where it doesn't matter necessarily which platform you're on you probably are going to find an audience anywhere then maybe it's a matter of you then seeing what you like to do because there are people who really enjoy taking pictures and short videos and then instagram would be good there are people right. who like to engage in facebook groups and so that's where they want to play there are people who are more um you know um, who want to do, um, really want to deal with uh, images and still want to spend all, like, all their time in Pinterest. And it also depends on what type of even business you have because some businesses, again, run themselves better to different formats than others. Uh, you know, B2B companies are more uh, on LinkedIn. Um, you know, it, 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 I know, it's, 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 it's a lot, and it's that's why I tell people it's like really just at least pick one to start with mm -hmm. right. <laughs> and right. focus there. Right. You know, and, and you probably have the same thing happen to you that happens to me. You know, virtually any networking thing I go to, somebody comes up to me and they, they say, well, I know I should be on Facebook, and I should be on Pinterest, and I should be on Instagram, and I should be on LinkedIn. And blah, 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 blah. You know, pretty soon the smoke comes out of their ears. Yes. And I tell them, pick one. That's right. You know, pick one. <laughs> And and go from there. It might it might be the one that you you don't ever have to be on any other one. Mm -hmm. You know you right. and, or you might discover okay, well I'm on Facebook, so maybe I should have an Instagram account because we have a lot of images. Right. Yeah. Um. You know and and so uh, you can do all of that. 
but do your research, folks. Oh. Um, you know, as as uh, Gloria said, you really do have to figure out how to use those platforms because what you post on LinkedIn really isn't the same as what you post on Facebook. It might be the same um, general idea. So maybe you wrote a, a blog post and mm-hmm. so you want to promote it. And, you know, what you say about it on LinkedIn is probably different than what you say about it on Facebook. And it's really different than what you put about it on, on Twitter just because of the character limitations. Yeah. So remember why people are there and what they're using those platforms for. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, people are still, Facebook is the personal place. You know, mm-hmm. That's where they yeah. want to connect with somebody personally. And they expect that, you know, if you get too businessy there, it's like, oh, it just doesn't feel right. And right, you know, we've, we've all got those friends who are so businessy. It's like, mm, no, not so much. And then when we see the person on LinkedIn that's posting what is very, is too personal, we're like, oh, no, danger, danger. Right. Um, and then Twitter is just Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever goes there. I know, I know. You know, it's, and, you know, and I still get at least twice a week people that don't have clothes on. I'm like, oh, heavens. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and rap artists. It is just the funniest thing. I have a huge number of Twitter followers who are rap artists. And I always follow back. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. un, you know, unless they're like the naked people or right. like people like that. Yeah. And you know, but I always wonder why do rap artists look at my profile and think, "Ooh, she'd be a good person to follow." <laughs> well, they want to learn about social media, clearly. So yeah, that's yeah. why. Well, and then they do their posts, and I'm embarrassed by their language. But um, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you know, and, and but but I realize that's their venue. Yeah. You know, and 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 the way they're speaking, you know, is is what they have to do there. So mm-hmm. it's always very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and but but it's funny. I had somebody the other day that said, "How do you get more Twitter followers?" And I said, "You have to be active. Mm-hmm. You know, and and follow back most of the people who follow you. Don't spam right. folks." Um, yeah, you know, and, and then pro- just like with any social media site, provide good content. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's clearly the way to grow a following anywhere is mm-hmm. to be is to number one is to be active yourself and to yeah and to post good content to mm-hmm. post content that your audience or at least who you envision your audience to be is going to be interested in and and then people will will find you they they right. will. Um, but, but the key is being active and also to be consistent, you know, don't just like be active for, you know, one month and then take the next month off and expect, and then wonder why people aren't following you anymore. Well, right. cause you're not there. Right. And, and when you jump back in, you've messed with the algorithm gods. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the post, and especially with the, the Facebook pages, as opposed to your personal account, yeah. you know, they, you might not. Your posts might not be seen even by the people that who have liked the page simply because you aren't posting enough, and so Facebook doesn't think you're relevant. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's uh it's it's interesting, and but I I don't know if you if you've heard this though. I will put out a little quick quick tip to help people with, and both on actually both on LinkedIn and on Facebook, which is interesting, um, is to do believe it or not text only posts. I know it used to be like images were, were great, but but right. um, but to experiment with just doing a text only post and then also like your post, like your own post, I know, right. which also it seems sends it back through the newsfeed. Right? Yeah, exactly. So that that seems to be helping. And really, I where I really noticed the huge improvement was on LinkedIn, where mm-hmm. I I've got huge uh, jump in. Uh, in views on my post and and in LinkedIn you can actually even you can almost write a small blog post frankly and which is kind of cool so it's uh, it's interesting so that's why I, I'm, I'm saying I'm actually spending a little bit more time in LinkedIn mm-hmm. lately um, just to because I because I ignored it for a long long time <laughs> i kind of got away from it so i want to go back in and and, and our favorite children. yeah 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 so it's like oh but you know this this actually would, would be a good place for where i might you know meet people that would be um, you know interested in what i have to offer so i should probably I know, spend some I more know. time there again yeah, <laughs> well gloria speaking of time we're out of time oh man know, can you believe darn it, it? I just so went far. tell people where they find you and connect with you online oh absolutely well um I, my website is GloriaRand.com, and if you'd like to check out my Facebook group, you can actually go to 
circleforsolopreneurs.com. And that will actually take you right to the Facebook group, and then you can check it out and request to join if you would like to, because we would love to have some new members. Um, and we're always interested in great people who want to be, who not only want to learn from other solopreneurs, but want to be able to support each other and uh, build deeper relationships. So those are um, my main places. And of course, really basically on bunch of different social media you can find me at uh gloria rand um or um gloria grace rand actually i've been i've been i have started to use my middle name which i hadn't done for a very long time so i'm Mm -hmm. still haven't quite moved over in the process of converting everything to include my middle name but i I realized that i like my middle name and i should you know this is a beautiful middle name thank you yeah so i want to start using it more but you Google me. You'll, you'll find me. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, Gloria, I have been having an absolutely fabulous time talking with you. I've been talking with Gloria Rand. I am Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.